G'day, and welcome to SMPD, the podcast where we look back at the shows that shaped our childhood. I am Chris Bolton. With me, as always, my partner in podcasting, Mr. Mark Williams. Hello. And this episode, I've dropped the accent already, listeners, because like, there's, there's one thing I can do in Australian, and that's good day. And maybe that's not a knife. This is a knife. <laughs> and even that wasn't great. So we're dropping it right there. Um, but it didn't feel right to not greet you appropriately, because this episode, we are looking back at Neighbours. Um, now, you heard the genesis of this on air, listeners, for, for regular listeners. It was, uh, I think, a couple of months ago on air. We just suddenly went, why isn't Neighbours on our list? Because it should be. Uh, yeah. And so, lo and behold, it got put on the list. Uh, and it feels like an appropriate time to do this one. Yeah, I mean, it's um, we're into the last week now. Um, sorry, a week and a half. It's finishing in on the 29th or the 30th. Uh, this month, whatever day the Friday is. Yeah, it's um, the twenty ninth. I think it finishes. Yeah, officially. that's the Friday. That's the Friday. Um, yeah, and so um, they're drawing. To, it's drawing to an end. Um, and I, I think that at this at one point in this country, this was kind of this was must see TV. This everybody was watching this fucking thing at one point. Oh yeah, absolutely. Um, and by the way, listen. Before we dive in, uh, I forgot to mention at the start. Apologies for Mark sounding like he's in a toilet tonight. We've <laughs> we've had some technical, some technical issues. issues. Yeah. So we thought it was better that uh, that we drop back onto a reliable microphone. Um, we're having some issues, but yeah, you're right. This was uh, must see TV, and I think it probably remained must see TV generation to generation. Like like for me, there is a period of Neighbours that I watched, and yeah. then I've never watched it ever again since. But there was certainly a time where I and like unless I was out of the country, like and we went on holidays during the summer, unless I was out of the country. I would not miss Neighbours. And actually, because of the timing of school holidays and their seasons, I would normally even then only miss like an episode or two because this didn't actually, I don't know if you remember, but this didn't run through holidays because even though it's a soap opera, there were seasons or series as as we called them then. Now, I didn't realise that until I got older and started actually looking into it a little bit because I have dipped into it a bit since. I didn't know that. I did not know that. Yeah, uh, it it wasn't on for periods through the summer holidays, which used to annoy the fuck out of me because I wanted to watch it. Oh, actually, yeah. Yeah, you're right because we used to. I, I we used to watch it. Um, we my my grand used to watch it. We used to spend all of our um school holidays with my grandparents. Mm. And yeah, you're right. Like we, it was like if well half term and shit, it was always on. And Easter was always on. But then in the summer, they'd have a break. Yep. Yep. So then all of a sudden, we we'd be there. It's like, oh, well, the news is finished. Where's neighbours? Oh, fuck. Right, we've got to go and play now. Yeah, I can't for the life of me remember what they used to put on instead now, but there was definitely, like, there was a period of, and they didn't have a massive break. It was only, like, three, four weeks. Yeah. So either end of the holiday normally, like, for the first week or so of the holiday, it would be on, and for, like, the last week of the holiday, it would be on, but there would be a period in the middle where you wouldn't get neighbours. And at the time... I think that was their catch-up point as well, because I think at the time, that when they were making it, and I'm doing this from memory, so I might be slightly off... I think we were showing it daily, whereas it was only actually being shown in Australia four days a week. Right, I didn't so that, realize so that. So that that break was their chance to basically where we caught up with them, mm. and then so then they could get ahead because obviously with the licensing rights at the time as they were with uh, between Fremantle and um, BBC, they had to air first in Australia. Whereas by the time you've got the Channel Five deal, it's okay. Well, it's, if it's you know you've had an episode on Monday, it's on air Tuesday. Yeah, and it may have even evolved now. So it's on the same day. I don't. I don't know. But I mean, at one point, this was bigger than fucking Jesus. Yeah, I mean, this was huge. 
uh, when I'm sure it was the same uh, for you as well. This was huge around my school. Like ev- everybody, like you had neighbors and you had home and away. And home and away was always like the redheaded stepchild. Like I, I, I've never even really bothered watching it. Like I was, I was flattered. And they were on at different times. One followed the other immediately. You could finish yes. home and away on ITV and flip straight flip over, over to neighbors. But I just, yeah, you catch, you catch the end of fucking Blue Peter or whatever it was and then straight into neighbors. Yeah, but I just never, I flat out just never bothered with home and away. I was just like, I will, I will just go straight in at neighbors. Sometimes I'd watch the thing twice a fucking day because yeah. you'd have it in the afternoon, like those times where you were in half term and stuff. You'd have it in the afternoon and then you'd have it in the evening. And sometimes I'd even watch it twice. Um, so, and, and I think it's the only soap opera that I can honestly say I've ever watched. Like, obviously, I've seen EastEnders, I've seen Coronation Street, I've seen some of the others, but I never really was asked about them. Um, whereas this one, I just would not miss. Like, I had to see. And if I did miss it, like, I'd be furious. Because like, the next day at school, you didn't know what the fuck was going on. <laughs> you had to be able was, to discuss this. And that was the thing. And, like, it was, it was massive at that point. So, like... All, all the way through the 90s, so all the way through school, it was a case of, right, yeah, you'd have a lot of people talk about it. Not necessarily everybody, because you'd get the ones who were um, too hard to watch Neighbours, except they fucking watched it and didn't talk about it. Because um, you know, they, they, they realised that they were supposed to be watching rugby and um, stuff like that instead. So you had, you had, you had those kids who, they knew, every fucking, they knew who everybody was, they just wouldn't admit to it. So you had that. And then, like, from a lot of people in this country, it became a right to pass it. When you went to, when you went to uni, mm-hmm. and you didn't get out, you know, you got a better fucking lunchtime, and it was on, and you'd watch it while you're on your cornflakes. Yeah, that was um, that was and- the point. Like after uni is where I dropped off, but from my from my early teens all the way through to the end of my uh, bachelor's degree, like pretty much every day <laughs> during that like ten year period, I watched yeah, it. No, I, I, I was the other I way. Off. I, like I, as I we, we used to watch it because my grand used to watch it, um, and so we'd, we'd be there on holidays and stuff. So that's how we got into it, and then we'd you know. As time went on, we'd watch it after school and stuff. So I, pro- I was probably watching it from the time I was about seven or eight or something like that. Um, and then when I went to uni, ironically, we had a TV, but the the building we were in didn't have a didn't have a roof mounted aerial, so you had to have an aerial on the, on top of the TV or in the room. And where we were, it's such a shit signal, we couldn't we couldn't pick up BBC. Right. So I kind of fell off it then, and I never really went back to it. Um, so I, I kind of had the opposite of, uh, the opposite experience of most people, whereby most people got into it at that point, and I was like, oh fuck, I can't watch it anymore. And then by the time I went into digs where there was an area and I could plug a TV in. I, I missed a year as I couldn't be asked anymore. Not that it would have been overly difficult for me to pick up because the odd episode I've seen since then, with the exception of not knowing who well, some people are, it's not that difficult to follow. You can still kind of fall back into it. No, I mean, the storylines are very basic, aren't they? I, I, well, I say that. Um, I, I sat down before doing um, this this recording this evening and tried to remember like some of my favourite storylines. And, and to be honest... There weren't many that I could remember. And I was like, come on, surely there's <laughs> I've, some I've mental some. stuff. Like I remember I remember Toadie driving the car off the cliff. I remember that very yeah. well. Um, yeah. Obviously, Scott and Charlene's wedding. Like that was one of the earliest things I can remember of it. Yeah. I can remember Susan Kennedy um, <laughs> basically getting a brain injury because she fell over in the kitchen. Like absolutely ludicrous. Oh, I didn't, didn't she see dro- that one. She like, what did she do? She dropped a bowl of cereal or something and she slipped on the cereal. I think, do you not remember this? Then she got, no. she, she got an acquired brain injury and it basically reset her to a 16-year-old girl. She had complete amnesia, so she's like oh, a 45-year-old woman. I came back into it after that happened, so I, I saw yeah, the yeah, aftermath yeah. of that. Yeah. Right, okay. Um, and, and then she had to, like, eventually she got a memory back and she remarried Carl. I can't remember whether this was before or after his affair, which is another thing I remember. He was carrying on with Annalise, wasn't he? Remember that? Um, he had a few, didn't he? 
Yeah, <laughs> he did. Uh, I mean, he was a doctor. Fair, fair play, he was a doctor, wasn't he? Um, so I, I can remember bits and pieces like that, but I was I was trying to think of like because like most soap operas have like the one really fucking mental storyline. Yeah. And aside from Bouncer's dream sequence, I don't know if you remember that one. <laughs> there were <laughs> there weren't many that I could really remember that were absolutely mental. I'm sure there have been, and I've just there, there have them. been. And I think what you'll find as well is that like it started out from what I remember and what I've read in the, like, the two minutes while I was waiting for audition to load, um, is that when it started out, it was basically it was very much your kitchen sink type drama. And fuck all actually happened. It was about mm-hmm. three families who lived on a cul-de-sac. Two of them didn't like each other very much, and there was this old rivalry that no fucking knew what it was about. But they just carried it on for generations. It was that sort of thing. And then you had another family who was kind of stuck in the middle of it. And then so in, initially you didn't get well, you had like them. The, the rivalry and the pranks they were playing on each other. I remember, um, I can't remember which, which one it was. I think it might have been um, Dish and Donner, but um, they changed the name of the street to Robinson Street. Like they changed the sign and shit like that. It, it was that sort of you know, mundane crap. Yeah. And then it got a bit serious where um, Daphne was in the car accident and died. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Des and Daphne. Yeah. I forgot about them. So, yeah. So you, you had that, and all of a sudden it's like, oh, fuck away. This isn't that, necessarily as fun anymore. Yeah. Because it's a bit real, it's a bit gritty, it's not quite as throwaway. And over time it grew, and obviously the the, the emphasis on the, like, the local businesses grew, and they, they expanded who you were seeing in the streets. All of a sudden, you know, like, you know, Mrs. Mangle wasn't a secondary character anymore. She became far bigger, and they introduced her extended family. So, yeah, Joe Mangle came into it, his son, and then Harold came into it with his daughter, and, they, and then you know, mm-hmm. those two families moved, all this sort of stuff. So that all kind of happened, and it grew and grew and grew. And then by about 94, 95, all of a sudden you had you know, somebody was attacked by a shark. There was a shoot. There was there was an armed 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 siege in the street, and somebody actually same person then got shot. It's I remember stuff. the siege? Yeah, I remember yeah. that now. So yeah. All of a sudden, it started building up, and it it, it almost became um, more of like the, um, the the American soap operas. Then all of a sudden, which became far more sensational. And whereas you no, know, in, in like British soaps still do. I don't watch um, don't watch soaps. I catch them occasionally. I see stuff online about what's going on. Um, but they'll build. No, they'll have stories, and they'll they'll kind of build, and they'll have stuff bubbling over. But they'll they'll take their time and build it as as stuff happens in real life. It's not just right. Okay, well, something happens today, and tomorrow there's a payoff. Yeah. Um. So whereas no, we we drag things out over longer, and they tend to come at Christmas Day because that's when everyone wants to be miserable, obviously. Um. Whereas like neighbors kind of went down the American route, where like something had to fucking happen every week. It had to be mad, and Home and Away did the same as well, actually. And when um. When I was living in Australia, they, 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 again, these two things are fucking iconic status. You know, they were they were the, the shows on TV. I was hoping uh, they, to ask you about that, actually. Yeah, I'm yeah, glad you've brought well, that up because you've got experience from that side of the pond. So. Yeah, and we'll, I'll, I'll come back to that in a second. But like, yeah. they they both became like they, you know, they became massive shows, and you know, there was more money being put into it. But they they relied more on set pieces. Like Home and Away, I think they had like 14 murders or something. You know, over the course of the show, Neighbours hasn't been quite that bad. But you know, they've had these big shows that they, they've had. No, they, they've had the the armed, the armed robbery and the siege. They've had no, they they had no. They've had stuff going on where there's been explosions and around the um around the the, the coffee shop and the hotel and all that sort. Of. They, so they've someone, had these big. Did someone blow Lassiter's up once, or did it catch on fire? No, I think it caught it on fire. fire. It, it yeah, fire. somebody yeah. set it on fire, didn't they? There was an arson yeah. attack. Yeah, I remember that yeah. as well. Now, so as you, you're you saying had, these you had, things, I'm like, oh, yeah, I, it's, I remember. It's, it's going back in. Yeah, and yeah. I I haven't seen the show for years. I I. Went on to, um, every now and again, I see, I'll see an advert. I'll be watching something on um, on on my five, and I think, oh, oh, yeah, you get an advert. I think, oh, you know what? It's looking at it quite entertaining. I'd be quite quite interested just to dip back in and see what it's like. Mm. And obviously, with it ending now, so there's a lot of stuff online about so it's coming back, and so oh, this one's coming back to this, and that's that's this happening, that's happening. And I'm looking, thinking, I'd be quite keen just to see who's still fucking there. And so, having now looked at a couple yeah. from last week, yeah, actually thinking, I know most of these characters. I don't know what the fuck's going on, but I know who they are. 
and they're bringing people back to try and close it out as well, which is a bit silly, really, because once you move away from a place, you tend to move away. You don't come back for one last hurrah. Well, they'll find some way to bring them all back, won't they? There'll be some sort of yeah. big reunion event or something. But yeah, I'm, I've, I've got a passing interest in that last episode as well, just to see who they do bring back, bearing in mind... You know, and, and we can't underestimate the level of talent that has gone through this show oh, over God, the yeah. years and the careers that it's actually launched. Like to get mm. like obviously we know uh, we know Kylie and Jason are back. They they've said that, so we know Scott and yeah. Charlene are back there. But then, you know, I highly doubt you're gonna see Margot Robbie pop up, for instance. But I you don't it. know. Um, but but Guy Pierce has, has already done his stuff. Um he's he's back. Um, apparently Kate Wins has been taking the piss out of him for about a month. <laughs> I read this morning that she's because she used to, when she was younger she used to watch it and yeah. went religiously. So she's been texting him and ripping the piss out of him apparently for ages as about him going back to neighbours. Yeah, um, didn't Russell Crowe pop up at some point as well? I don't think he was a regular, but I think he was in Probably. It at some point. Uh, I mean, I'm, I'm fairly sure he he appeared at one point for enough for like a couple of episodes. I mean, the interesting thing is what 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 are they going to do with characters they've killed? Are they, are they going to bring any characters back that they've killed? Because there have been several resurrections in neighbours. Well, you had. Um, yeah, Harold Bishop died, didn't he? Because he got washed off a cliff and then turned and up, then with up with amnesia. What was Tony's Dion died. wife? Um, Dion. Or Dion. Yeah. She died, and then she she turned up as she was somebody else, wasn't she? And they, yeah, yeah. Somebody pretending to be her or something. Yeah, there was a dog I didn't see. Yeah, I didn't see that, but I've read about that um, because I was trying to work out how the fuck he was still in it. Um, but yeah, so I mean, yeah, so she came back. Um, um, I, I don't know. Apart from that, I don't think they really brought anybody. There's back been the ghosts day, as well. I remember there being ghosts. I, I don't know. I, I definitely, I definitely. You, remember. you may well be right. I don't. I don't. I, don't I can definitely that. remember. I can't remember who it was, but I can definitely remember characters dying and then showing up as ghosts. Um, it, because, I know they did that in Home and Away, but I don't. I don't remember. Really I confused. Neighbors, but... No, I can't be confused because I lit. I really did not watch Home and Away. That was the one soap that, like, even though because yeah, the, I think the only way they did, the only way I remember them being Home and Away was some somebody died and then like their best friend had a some sort of breakdown and saw. Yeah the person so it wasn't it wasn't really clear if it was a ghost story if it was her hallucinating or whatever else but I think that's the only one I remember I don't apart in Neighbours I only remember it when Harold came back when he had amnesia and he, he first popped up and the old lady from the Robinsons what was her name Helen something Helen Robinson yeah um, no she had a different name Helen Daniels um, she she was seeing him around the place and well, she, yeah, was, she was she, Daniels she, but it was Jim Robinson wasn't it yeah because yeah, yeah. it was yeah because he yeah. was married to her daughter um, yeah so she was convinced that she was seeing ghosts Maybe and then that's... started following him around, and then maybe that's what I'm him. thinking of. Then, yeah, yeah. so maybe, maybe that's that what I'm thinking it. of. It, it definitely wouldn't be Home and Away because that is the that is definitely the one soap that I can honestly say like, I've never seen more than five minutes of. Even though like yeah. I didn't watch any others other than Neighbours, like I've seen a fair chunk of EastEnders in my time. I've seen a fair yeah. just because, like you said, like my nan watched these things religiously, and I spent an awful lot of time with my nan as a kid. So like this, this yeah. was the one thing. Like generally. Me and my granddad got to pick whatever we wanted to watch on telly, and she would just suffer it. But at set times, yeah. like between about yeah, seven yeah. and eight thirty every weeknight, yeah, fucking forget it. Whatever yeah. soap was Emmerdale, on, Coronation Street, EastEnders, she did I'm the TV, and she did it. the absolute yeah. lot. Crossroads, Emmerdale, EastEnders, Corrie, and then Jesus in, in the afternoons, you know, when I was home from school, in the afternoons we had fucking flying doctors and fucking young and the rest we had all of them like all yeah. the imports and everything she would watch every single one so i've seen yeah. i've seen a lot of them because i've been around them but neighbors is the only one i actively took an interest in so it mm. it can't have been confusion with yeah no that's uh, that's the only one i remember so when when the woman had a nervous breakdown so it wasn't even clear if it was a ghost anyway that's the only one i can remember yeah but i mean bringing that back around you know just talking about characters you're on about the introduction of characters there and i think 
like I've I've gone back and watched a few that I can find, and there are actually quite a few available. The quality is varying on on the rips yeah. that's out there, but there are quite a lot. So I've tried to watch a few from different eras, and there's a notable change I, I think in the in the style and the attitude of the show round about the yeah. time that we would have been getting into it. Um, it definitely all of a sudden skewed to a younger audience. It, it feels like you watch those early '80s ones; they feel like completely different shows. And I'm talking about yeah. like you know, even the Scott and Charlene era feels like a totally different show to the show yeah. that I was watching in like '93, '94, where all of a sudden yeah, it, you've got like, well, it's mostly teenagers in the cast. Yeah, they, they brought they brought in new families, didn't they? So you yeah. had um like the Willises, who had the surfer kid, and then the brainy kid who would be a doctor, and then yeah. the um the ginger girl because they needed a ginger. Um, and then, like, you, know, you had um, Jim Robinson had a heart attack because Alan Dale has a heart attack and every fucking thing he's in. Yep. Um, I'm right in that. He had a heart attack in 24, he had a heart attack in Navy, he had a heart attack in the OC. Yep. Is there anything? He had a heart attack in Navy, but is there anything he has he's, that a fucking He's the heart guy you call when you want a guy that, that has a heart attack. Like, he's an expert yeah, he... at acting heart attacks. That's what he does. He's a bit like the kind of performance version of Neil Buchanan. He's like, this is a heart attack, <laughs> and this is a heart attack, and this is a heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> he's just um, the guy you go to yeah um but yeah so so when when his character was written out and um they brought in i think it was like a nephew or something to you know, keep all you know, to keep that sort of side of the family in in the show and he turned up with two kids and the kennedys turned up with three kids and they confused the fuck out of me because they they appeared um we went on holiday for three weeks and they weren't in it when we left and they were in it when we came back i was like, who the fuck are these people they, they i think they're the only kind of new additions then as in families that have been added from you know the original show forward i think it's the kennedy's the only ones that have really stood the test of time as far as and, i'm aware and toady because like, well, toady was with in, the kennedy's though he, well he what he was and then they introduced his family for a while they were in it for a little bit and then they disappeared again and he's the only one who kind of stuck the around fish family yeah because they were all yeah. fishes as well weren't they yeah <laughs> was, you had like toadfish was it stonefish was one stonefish, of them as well yeah wasn't there a tadpole or something as well? I yeah, there was, yeah, there was a tadpole, and then the girl who went on to be in the hundred. Um, yeah, uh, what's her name, Eliza? What's her face? Um, she was one of that. She was one of them as well. She was part of that family as well. So, so yeah, but I think the Kennedys like came in and established themselves, and then just stayed. Whereas most of the yeah. others just kind of passed came through on some sort of transit. So, I think I, the Scullys were around for quite a while as well. Certainly, while I was watching it, they were they yeah, were there they early on, years. and then they yeah, because they had a couple of years. I think. Um, they sort of disappeared, and then, then Steph was around for a while. And then didn't she go to jail? I, I don't know. I can't remember. They Steph was definitely still in it when I stopped watching. Yeah. Um. But oh, what's, what's the younger one? What was what was Holly Vlance's character? I can't believe I she, don't remember she was this. Felicity. That's it. She was the middle one. Yeah. Flick. And then it was a uh, yeah. Flick. And then the youngest one was I want to say Michelle or something like that. She stuck around for a while, and she had that like ugly duckling phase on TV, whereby you know she was the gawky teenager. Yeah. And all of a sudden, she went. No, she went away to summer camp, but she came back and she was twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, so they stuck around for a little while. Yeah, they, right. I think they had something like you know, five, six years out of it. And then so Steph, with, as I, I dipped in and out for a while. I, I've seen the odd episode here and there, and I'm sure, I'm sure she went to jail at some point. Probably. And that that may have been when I was in Australia. Actually, I think I may have seen that when I was sort of flicking through channels. But I'm sure she went to jail for something. I don't know what. But then she she was out, and then she was. Um, as tends to happen with characters in, in Soap, she went from you know, one character, she in relation from one character to another to another, and then probably fucked off because she'd run out of Mentorshack. Yeah. I mean, it, it, yeah, I mean, that's that Soap's view. Like, everybody was shagging everybody as yeah. is the way. Um, as was Stefan Dennis, apparently. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, you know, as is the way of Soap's. But the one thing I will 
say about it from both my memory of it and going back and watching it now. Like you, you drew comparisons to some of the American soaps, and I can see that. Like they, there is melodrama in there, mm-hmm. but compared to like most of the stuff that we get in this country, compared to your East Enders, then and your fucking Coronation Street and stuff, it's a lot more lighthearted than oh, some God, of yeah. these fucking. Like it really is. This is so fluffy. Well, the, the, the difference is, I mean, you look at um, you look at some of the Coronation Street or EastEnders. They they will build up to a big set piece. EastEnders will always do it on Christmas Day because they want people to be fucking miserable. Coronation Street will probably do two a year, where they'll have these the, you know the culmination of these big stories, but they won't always have a big set piece. And they'll have these culminations of stories which lead to some sens- sensational exit. There'll be somebody dies, or somebody robs a bank and fucks off, or something will be will 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 be the culmination of it. Um, but it's all very grim, and all the stuff you get building up to it, there's there's no lightness to it. Even the stuff they try to put into it, make it a bit like more lighthearted and trying to make it a bit more entertaining and a bit less less dour, it doesn't quite pay off. Whereas the difference here is, yes, we're great. No, the difference with neighbours from what I've seen in the last couple of years and you know, what I've what I remember is that you'll have these you know, not necessarily as long a build, but that it'll be a story that's you know, contained in three other stories, and it'll, it'll pull them all together. And actually, until you get to that point where Somebody sets the hotel on fire, or somebody gets shot, or something. It's all—it's all very light, and actually thinking, yeah, this isn't really going anywhere. And so that—that's the difference. You don't have that, um, and also you don't have the, the, the all the magazines and lastly the internet's going. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. This is going to happen. That's a big part it. of it. That—that's a big part of it. You know, we mentioned it already that people would be talking about it in school the next day, and you wouldn't want to miss yeah. it and stuff, because of course these days, if you did miss it, you you'd be able to find it on the internet or somebody would have spoiled it for you a week ago anyway. Yeah. I bet if we yeah. really looked now, we'd be able to find out what the fuck's going on in that final episode. Like if you really looked. Well, I mean, if something. you go on to, if you go on to my five, the, the channel five app, I don't know how many episodes they've got on there, but they seem to go back a ways. Mm. Um, so you could probably, you no, know, you could probably go back about a year yeah. and, 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 and watch up. it and work out where the fuck you are. Yeah. Um, I mean, I don't know about older stuff. I didn't go looking for older stuff. I, I remember various bits. And I thought this, this, it's not like the normal shows we watch where we can say, right, I'm going to watch half a dozen from here, half a dozen from there, and it'll, it'll, all, it'll come together and make sense. There are 8,900 or 8,890-something yeah. episodes. And, and, you can't do it. No, and that's and, the thing with the soap, isn't it? You can't dip in one from this episode, one from, you know, one from this season, yeah. one from that season, because it's a continually evolving storyline. However, yeah. having said that, I think it's interesting what you just said about like EastEnders building up to Christmas and stuff like that and Cory building up to their like twice annual wedding or birth or death or whatever they're going to have on there. I think one of the interesting things with Neighbours is actually they, they did have those big events. You know, we've mentioned a few of them already. I remember the last of fire, Tony driving the car off the cliff, Harold falling off yeah. the cliff. There's a lot of falling off cliffs, like neighbor stars. That's and Australia for you. That's what happens. That's Australia's whole coast. Nobody yeah. lives in the middle. Everybody lives on the coast. So cliffs. Why yeah, didn't they naturally. just get them bit by spiders or something? You know, that's... <laughs> fucking australia as well, well they did it? that once they did that with the little girl did um they? joe, Ma- joe mangles adopted daughter she got bitten by a, by a red back or something all right okay well i think because of the way the show was had this break and it ran in seasons like there was no need to build up to those because you knew every fucking school holiday you knew there was going to be a big thing on neighbors and then it would go away for like four weeks and then it would come back, and sometimes it would come back with like a whole new cast of people, because <laughs> they would just like that's where the new families would get introduced. They would be at the start yeah. of the next season, you know. So it had this structure that it could rely on. So we call yeah. it a soap, and yes, it ticks all the soap boxes, but it doesn't. Certainly, in the way that we would think of soap in this country, yeah. anyway, it doesn't have that everyday it, sort of it kind constantly of has on that. The... It has the same sort of. Um... 
same sort of rationale seems a casualty, which is they're classed as continuing drama. Yes. So, you know, same as, so they're, going, they're in the subcategories, but actually it's not constant. It, no, like Coronation Street is on 52 weeks of the year. Mm-hmm. EastEnders is on 52 weeks of the year. If they could have 53 weeks, I'm sure they fucking would as well because of the, the number of extra episodes and stuff they chuck in. But yeah, so you wouldn't have that. You, you would have this break and that would give you that chance to reset. So I think in that sense, you, yeah, you would have season. And I think when... When I was in Australia, they were talking about the this, this season premiere of um, season whatever it was, because even if they only had a week's break, yeah, it was still a new, a new season. season. Yeah, exactly. So, so yeah, I think that they, was, they yeah, had that, an that inbuilt structure. Really about. Yeah, yeah, they yeah. they had an inbuilt structure that that some of these other shows are, and and I do think that shows. And you know, when we talked about um, the fact that it's, it's lighter, like yeah, I I dip through it. Like so, you can't go. Oh, I'm going to watch one from season one, one from season two. You're going to get what's available, right? Because all eight thousand odd episodes yeah. are not on the fucking internet, right? So you just get whatever, as you say, yeah. on my five. There's few on YouTube as well. But what you find is that you're able to then. Yes, there's a continuing story, but certainly each episode that I watched was actually very well structured. And I'm look, I'm not going to say the writing is phenomenal because it's. Mm. And I, d- I don't want to be down on it either, right? But it is a soap opera and it is it, like the writing is scraping at the bottom of the barrel. That's what it is, okay? By but it's design. Tight. Yeah. Th- this it's- is the thing. It's And it's when you look at people who work on soaps, they always say, look, what, no, they, you work on a soap and then you go and work on a film or you go and work on a play. Yeah. And doing a film is a piece of piss because you've got downtime and you've got, yes. you know, oh, well, yeah, we've got schedules, let's do this and the other. When you're on a soap, it's like, right, we've got to get through all this shit today mm-hmm. because tomorrow we've got to get through all this shit. And it's just constant. No, it, it's yeah. no. You you start. You might start at seven a.m. You might work until ten p.m. But you are constantly. The you know, only downtime is when they're filming somebody else's coverage, and you just hammer through it all the time. Yeah. And because of that, the right uh, the writing doesn't have to be particularly brilliant. It just has to get you from A to B. No, you you, you know you never win in no, what they have the TV awards what they called. Um, you never you never win Logies off it. You never win in fucking Emmys off it. Yeah, no, and, but it's functional. Yeah, and, and like I said, I don't mean to be down on it, right? It is what it is, and they're writing to style. Okay, we, yeah. we know that soap operas are melodramatic, and we know that they're going to be cheesy, and we know they're going to be ridiculous, right? That's part of it. You can, you're constantly having to reinvent yourself and bring up a new narrative. Yeah. But what I think this actually does very well compared to some of the other ones is it does work within an episodic format. Like most soaps will literally get to the cliffhanger. Like you think of EastEnders, right? The first thing you think of is the drum beats because you get to the cliffhanger, there's a drum beat, and it'll pick up exactly their next episode. Yes, Neighbours did that on occasion, but most of the ones I've watched had a beginning, a middle, and an end. And there was it. Like, yet there'll be an ongoing story arc like there would be in any other season of a TV show, right? There's an ongoing arc that we characters are developing through and working through these issues but also each episode had an a plot and a b plot and the a plot would be resolved by the end of the episode and yeah. that's happened in and i've watched about six or seven and that happened in every single one like yeah. everyone there was a story that was resolved now it yes. would and it would be different characters you know in, in each one it wouldn't always be about the same character but you know and, and then you had whatever was going to be the big storyline of the season ticking away in the background you know yeah um and i think that is probably a big part of why it's so successful because yes we still don't want to miss it because we want to follow those big storylines through as well and we want to talk about it because we get invested in these characters and let's be fair the cast are not difficult to look at to say the least um but there's you know there's this thing of like it's 22 23 minutes that you yeah. can, it can just tell you a story in that you know we, we spoke last week on better than mario when we were talking about velocipasta about 
you know the value of a, of a tight narrative that it that it doesn't waste your time and so actually it can be daft and it can have a few issues and 22 minutes like i literally used to watch it whilst eating my dinner that was that was the way it was like you'd have yeah. dinner on the table you'd be watching neighbors that's by the time it's finished you've finished your dinner and then you go out to play that's that's how it worked so it didn't ask for a big time investment i think either and and you you were satisfied coming away from it and that that counts for quite a lot certainly in my book and i think it probably even did then as a kid you know i was just like well yeah i'll watch it because it's 22 minutes there'll probably there's going to be at least one gag right yeah at, at least one instance of like very attractive people making out with each other like there's going to be there's probably going to be some over the jumper action at some point like the, you know what you're getting like yeah. you know what you're getting and it's all the stuff you want as a teenager so you watch it you know he's, he, why wouldn't you and and i think that's key yeah. to his success it doesn't what i'm saying is it's not only is it actually quite good and i do think it's quite good even going back and watching it i, I like the production values are fucking shocking but as you said i think i think the writing's pretty good and the performances actually there are some really good ones in some of the episodes i've watched right but it's also completely inoffensive. And, and I think yeah. that's, well, say completely inoffensive in as much as you don't walk away from it thinking that was a fucking waste of time. Um, in terms of today's standards and it being offensive, I think this is the whitest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, Quite possibly. I mean, representation <sighs> was not a thing then, was it? <laughs> like, no, I mean, it, it has improved over the years. I mean, Australia, and I, I'm going to generalize and be. No just as fucking bad as I'm about to be, attempt to be. I mean, I, I spent two years in Australia and I, I saw a lot of institutionalised racism, um, especially towards um, to Indigenous tribes and, and Indigenous peoples. Um, I'm probably not allowed to say Indigenous anymore. There's probably some other term I don't know. I don't know. Um, See, I would have. I, I don't know. I would have gone with Indigenous as well. No, I did, no sorry, Indigenous is all right. Aboriginal is wrong because yes. it's Aboriginal and Torres Island. So, yeah, there's different yeah, differences I mean, in, there, but... Indigenous is, is a actually correct term isn't it so yeah but it's when it becomes a title i'm sure somebody gets offended i don't know but um i mean there was a lot of there was, there was a lot of um negative sentiment towards indigenous people there was also a lot of negative sentiment towards um people from asia coming in and taking all our fucking jobs right. um there was a lot of um a lot of anti-british sentiment because the fucking poems and so well hang on we fucking founded you fucking colonials yeah. Uh. <laughs> um, but yeah and, and like i remember i I've told this story before. I don't know if I've told it on air, but I, when I was working, I was working on um, convoys, and we were sort of traveling six hundred miles at very slow speeds because of the size of the stuff we were, tra- we were transporting. And I spent one of the one of the um, one of the trips in in a, in, a, in in a truck with um, with with a, a local driver, and I will apologize now. I'm not going to use the language he used, but I will I'll apologize for the sentiment. He tried to explain the difference between the. Not fuck. I don't have to say it, but I'll just do it. I'm, do I'm it. Quoting. Go for the language, I'm, listeners. I'm you know, you know that Mark is paraphrasing here. So yeah, no, I, I'm literally, I'm quoting. Oh, um, okay. He was trying to teach me the difference between the proper niggers and the and the European wow. coons. Wow. And I was like, hang on, fucking hell, mate. You, you know, you can't, you can't do that. I, a, I don't want to fucking hear it. B, you work for me, so I'm going to sack you in the morning. Um, but that was, and that was, that was a lot of the sentiment was you had these, you, know, you had the um, the indigenous peoples who you know. Um, they had their, their traditions, and then you had the ones who you had the the descendants of, where the, they'd crossbred with the, with the white Europeans, and now all of a sudden it tainted all the cultural rest. Hang on, you're fucking you're descended from white British people who came and colonized the place, mate. You're in no fucking position to talk. 
but that was the attitude, and the sentiment was that you know, these you know, same as you had in America up until the what sixties, and you know, these were less. You no, know, these were substand subpar people. They weren't people. They were you know, like an eighth of a person, and that was the way they were treated. And I was like, fucking hell! It was. You know, I ne- I've never. No, I've, I've read about it. I've seen it in TV and shit. And I've, no, I know it happened. It wasn't something I expected to experience in twenty thirteen. No, and, and I mean that. Yeah, that and was... that cunt did get sacked as well. I'm sure of that. <laughs> yeah, you did the right thing. Um. I, I don't think that there's anything intentionally offensive like that in here, but I do think, no. like, it's it's very. I I think even for then it was very off key with with his representation. But, but like, I mean, Melbourne is a very European city anyway, so it, it's a it's it's probably the quote unquote whitest of the cities in Australia. It certainly was ten years ago. But even so, like some representation at least, you know, and, and yeah. I mean the, and that did come through later on. No, that, that as you got it got through the nineties, that did pick up. You did get that. And, not as much as you should have. And not, you know, and not just cultural backgrounds either, uh, and ethnicity, like it is full of straight white people. Like that's what this yeah. is. Like there's an attractive straight white people at that. Like it it is very it's very old TV in that sense. Yeah. Even even for the time it was on, you know, even when you look at yeah. this in the mid nineties, you know, at this time, over here in our country, you know, we we had um, we had people of all different ethnicities in Albert Square on EastEnders because it's set in East London. You know, Coronation yeah. Street, same thing. To, to be fair, there are, there are too many white people in EastEnders. <laughs> yeah, to be accurate, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, there we had uh, we had. Round about this time, if not slightly later, we had our first transgender character in a soap opera in this country, in Coronation yeah. Street as well. Um, so, yeah. so you know, we were, and one thing soap operas have to do if they're going to be really soap opery is is reflect the world around them. Like it's kind yeah. of that's the whole point. It's kind of a window into people's lives, isn't it? It's the curtain twitch yeah. of it. So it has to look accurate. And so I guess if that's what Melbourne was like in the mid nineties, then I guess at least it's accurate, is what I'm saying. But Certainly, it it rankled me watching it. I was like, "Hang on a minute! Like every single person here looks the same. Like this is racist." Yeah, but they do. Like they absolutely yeah. do. If that yeah, makes me racist right. towards Australians, then I'm sorry it does. But they, I, I was just watching it, going like, "Come on, surely there's there's more than like one type of person in Australia, isn't there? Hmm. Like you know, yeah, absolutely." Even even the fucking dog was blonde for Christ's sake. Like, well, bouncer was. Didn't bouncer was bouncer the first dog or the second dog? There were two bouncers, weren't there? Didn't didn't they, wasn't there a bouncer? Then bouncer ran away, didn't he? And then one drowned. I know that. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think all the dogs were bouncer. I I, I I don't I don't think the first one was whatever bouncer was. I think it was I think it was a different uh, different breed. But I don't think it was blonde the first one. Bouncer definitely was. Bouncer was yeah, but I think the the original dog wasn't bouncer. Can't remember. I, yeah, it's a long time ago. We're talking fucking thirty years. Yeah, I can't remember this shit. Bouncer's the I one remember I remember fucking... because that is bouncer is pretty much yeah. synonymous with neighbours at this point. You say neighbours, you think yeah. of a few things, and bouncer's one of them. Like yeah. bouncer, Kylie, Kylie, the oh, theme tune, Jason, which has changed again, again. Yeah, so they ch- they had you had the original. They ch- they they did a, a sort of upbeat poppy version of it towards the mid nineties. Right, that's and the then, best I, version of it, and that's the one you would have heard at the start of this show. I guarantee yeah, you, because that's the it, one that I, I think of. Yeah, it evolved again. So, what, excuse me, when I was in Australia, there was a different version of that. It was a slightly pared down version, and then there's another version of it again now. There may be others as well. I haven't seen. Yeah, but they, they've all kind of evolved from that original poppy one. 
because yeah, um, the, the original one is the really cheesy one that that most yeah, people think the, of straight away. Apart from me, and I guess you, from what you've said as well, like I go to that mid nineties one, which is where, yeah. like, they changed the credits as well, and they would they yes. had, like each house had its own kind of splash screen in the credits yeah, with all the people yeah, that were they, living in that house. And the way they've kind of moved that on now, so the houses aren't aren't the characters. The houses aren't what you see. But you see the the family groups. Yes. So like, you know, every, everybody's together and their names are on screen with with the, with their you know, with, with the actor's name as well. So you know, you get all of that front loaded as well. Right. So your credits at the end, like for ten seconds, where it tells you who wrote, who wrote it, directed it, produced it, and that's it. Right. Yeah. No, that that was the best version. That's the one I'm going to put in the front. I'll probably put the old theme tune at the end. Um, but we do have to talk about that theme tune as well because I think in the yeah, because there were two. There was an intro and outro. The outro didn't yeah. have any words there. No. Whereas the intro did. Um, yeah. I think. Didn't the outro? I think the outro did still have. That's when good neighbors become good friends. Yeah, at the end. Yeah, at the end. Right but the that end, was it. Yeah. But you didn't have. You didn't have the, the rest of the lyrics. Yeah, but like in the pantheon of iconic TV themes, like this isn't me making a case to say it's good because I don't think it is. Even my <laughs> no, it's, favorite it's, version of it. It's it's cheesy as balls. Yeah, but it works. It kind of set the tone for what you were getting, and, and, especially in those early years when it was this kind of twee show about these three families on the street who didn't fucking like each other. Yeah, and, and I guarantee you, like, if you were playing some sort of musical version of Family Fortunes where you just had to go to people and say, right, sing a theme tune, within the first five answers, somebody's going to start singing Neighbours. Like, it's just... Yeah. It's it's massive, isn't it? Like, it, yeah, you can't escape it. It's another one of those theme tunes that I will take with me to my grave. Like, but it's a proper earworm as well. Every version of it is a proper earworm. Yes, it is, definitely. Um, like I say, I don't think it's good. I just think <laughs> you can't talk about this show without talking. I mean, to be fair, the best thing about Home and Away was the theme tune as well. Um, and I'd argue that's actually a better song than the Neighbours one. Yeah, that's um, a good track, that one. It is actually quite a good theme tune, that. <laughs> um, but but Neighbours is the one you remember, isn't it? I think. Yeah. Um, okay, so, right. Best era then, Mark. Well, like, even within our time of watching it, because because it went through a lot of changes in the time we would have watched it. Did. It did. I'm for me. I don't, I'm probably going to go for that. So, in, in terms of some of my recollection, I'm going to go for that period of so 94, 95 up until about 96, 97. That's sort of that span where you you had the, the old guard had gone at that point. So the uh, the Robinsons had gone. Most of the Ramseys had gone. Um, and you, you they started introducing this of the younger cast, and you, the storyline started getting a bit more engaging. Yeah. yeah. Um, for young people, whereas. Um, you did know you had more stuff at school. You had, you had stuff about drugs. You had stuff about uh, about bullying. You had stuff about you know, drink driving, which people will, you know people of our age would then get to that age where we would have started drinking mm-hmm. and we would have been looking at starting to drive in the next couple of years as well. So, well it, it it was more relevant at that point. Um, I'm not saying not say better. I don't know. I don't. I having not watched all thirty whatever years of it is, I can't say categorically one section was better than the other but certainly for me that was that's the era that i will i think of i think that's the group of characters yeah i think this is one of those shows though that regardless of quality of it it isn't going to be about what's the best written era what's the best produced era is going to be what characters do you do you remember the most fondly and i'm i'm in the same boat as you there it's like yeah but after the old guard had gone and then we were into the the new old guard if you like of of the kennedys the fishers Um, yeah. Then the Scullies moved in, and that's that's the period where I was like, because because let's be fair, all them Scully girls were worth watching. So well, that, two or three, two out of three, were. two out of three, yeah. But come on, one of them was very small, so you know that goes without saying. Well, I don't, yeah, I don't know. No, that goes, goes without for. saying. <laughs> you know. That goes without saying. Just, for us, yeah, just leave, yeah. leave it at that point. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> I think yeah, and I think we had a similar conversation when we talked about Grange Hill, didn't we? About yes, you, everyone will have their period. It's the same as. 
Doctor Who and James Bond and things like that, everyone will have their their particular emphasis, their particular focus, and the bit that they think is best for whatever their reasons are, and their reasons are as valid as anybody else's. Um, but I think yeah, it's it's very much applicable here of a show that's run for thirty, nearly forty years. Mm-hmm. It's been it's around from eighty five, so now it's been going for nearly forty years. Everybody's going to have that. Yeah, like everybody's going to be able to identify with at least a part of it. Yeah, definitely. They, they, okay, uh, and yeah, it was it was that period as well where I I haven't talked about it yet. We've we've talked about it briefly um, when I said I was trying to remember storylines. Um, that it's that period that gave us the storyline that I always think of when I think of neighbors, which is the return, the death and return of Harold. <laughs> Yes. And then the love tri- triangle between Harold, Lou, and Madge, which yeah. just seemed to go on forever. Well, that was, and they did really well with that because they, Luke Carpenter was always one of these characters. He was always sort of around as a some. He was a bit shifty, and he was he was he, he flitted in and out. And you early on, you saw him because he was I want to say he was a car salesman or something like that. And, and again, they made a very big deal of that he was really shifty and fucking want to buy a watch and all the rest of it. So they they built him up as this. Almost this nefarious character that you you were predisposed to dislike. Yeah. And then they went, hang on, people seem to like this idea. Let's bring him in, and we can have more of this story with Harold Maginot, and we can build up this rivalry. And so they like they did in Coronation Street with probably the two least likely fucking womanizers ever, in Ken Barlow and the other one played by Johnny Briggs. Um, but so it was it was similar to that. You had these, basically this love triangle between three fucking pensioners. But it was funny and it was sweet in places, and it was, it was just, very sweet. And then, and you got it, and then obviously she, no, it was, it came to a point where she had to make a choice. So she chose Harold because he was the nice one, and all that. And then they kind of dropped it, and then they brought in somebody completely different to Madge for him, for Luke to then fall for. And then he had a, he became a character of his own, had a life of his own within the show. And the, we we said about the, the the way they tended to bring new new characters in and new groups in was to have use that season break as a bit of a. Oh look, somebody news, somebody news moving in in episode one. Um, they they occasionally did bring in people because they they appreciated that actually people people do have pasts and people have lived elsewhere and worked in places and they do know other people other than their neighbours. So they brought in other people out and that's how they brought they brought Lou in and then they brought I think he had a daughter who was quite hot. Yeah, he did have a daughter. Yeah, yeah, she, um, I'll remember her name in a minute because I remember her being quite hot. Um, so they they brought her in and then the the woman that he was involved with and her mother moved in and she had two kids and so they, they then expanded that way as well and it, it seemed very organic actually in the way they did it it wasn't just right here's a new family have that here's a new family have that it was okay well people are moving into the street but it wasn't just oh this house is for sale because that character has been written out somebody new, needs to move into that house because that did and that did happen and that's yeah. like where the Kennedys came from because yeah. the Willis's left Willis is left um, yeah, that's right um, and they were in Des and Daphne's house which really fucking threw me um, but also, you had this sort of this osmosis of real life. Where you're like, okay, well, she's there. She's got kids from a previous marriage, so now she's moved. She's appeared. She's a landlady of a pub, and now all of a sudden she's no, she's she's moved in with Lou, and her kids have come along. So all of a sudden we've got three new characters. Then her mother turned up. We had four new characters. So it just it just seemed to grow in a way that some communities do as well. This almost it, it was quite an organic evolution to it. Yeah, there was, uh, and and you touched on something there that I want to circle back around to shortly. Um, but yeah, the. The whole love triangle thing, as you say, was quite sweet in places. And I think what was enduring for me and why it was the first thing I thought of was actually the way that they handled it then with Madge's eventual death. And then these two mm. rivals actually forming this kind of odd couple relationship where they're yes. just best friends and they're getting each other through the loss of this person 
that yeah. meant a huge deal to both of them. And it's so sweet. And there's such a good mm. double act that that has always resonated with me. That is the one storyline that I will always come back to. If somebody says neighbors to me, like obviously you go to the wedding because like at that point, yeah. probably the two biggest stars in the UK, to be fair, um, yeah. are getting married on TV. So you obviously yeah. go to that. Um, and then, yeah, I, I go straight to that as the one that I remember. And, and everything that goes with it, as I say, you know, Harold falling off the cliff and then, you know, imagine the meantime hooking up with Lou and then Harold coming back and, and all of that. Um, but but you mentioned there about the way that, yeah, characters would move out of Ramsey Street and then new characters would move in. And it did mess with your head because I remember as a kid keeping a running chronology of that, of the houses. It was almost like the houses became characters themselves. Yes, and you could be like, yeah, oh, very right, much I, so, yeah. I, and, and you're right. You were like, right, well, that's Des's house. But now the Kennedys yeah. are in it. So I know the Kennedys have been there for 28 fucking years, which yeah. is and clearly their house. And it's now the Kennedys' house. Yeah, exactly. Same as the Robertsons' house. And, and you're like, all of this sort of history in these buildings. Yeah. You know, and, it, and again, it just kind of mirrors the world around you. And you see that as people come and go and houses change hands, you know, and families move out yeah. and families moved in. But they always found a way to make it feel organic. It wasn't just... Well, and, yeah. and, and I think part of that was in keeping... And they didn't have to do this, really. I suppose there's a there's a cost saving element to it to make sense, but they always kept the base structure of those sets, like yeah, that, and the layout the of that and house, the fittings and stuff. Yeah, the layout of that house always looked the same. It would just be redecorated. Yeah, um, so that's, that's right. And then when you had new characters coming in as well, where like they they introduced, there was a very sort of school mommy. She was the headmistress, and she was everybody hated her. She was really you know, really Bird. aggressive. That's it. And then, so they brought her in as a character, and also she lived on the street, and you got to see her as a person, and she took in yeah. the, the pregnant teenager and all the rest of it. And you, they built that, but then that, all of a sudden, there's like, oh, fuck, there's a new house on the street. But it's just, and obviously, it's just because we, the character who'd lived there before, we'd never been introduced to. So all of a sudden, they, they, no, they, the cul de sac, which I, I can't remember the name of the cul de sac now, but um, I think there was something like 12 or 15 houses on it. Yeah. And so, no, at some point, they just went, you know what? Fuck, chuck me now. Chuck me now. Yeah. No, no, we haven't used that one yet. That's fine. Dorothy um, is like if you ask me to name neighbors characters. Dorothy, it's why I, 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 I remember her name was Dot. I didn't remember because Tori has an aunt Dot yeah. who's very similar. And, it's, it's why uh, I was on it straight away. Then it's one of the first ones I named for some absolutely inexplicable random reason. She was a favorite character amongst my sort of school group that would talk about this. We had a real soft spot for Dorothy Burke, and I don't know why because she was. But I, but I think it was actually her her character progression is actually one of the the best I would say in the show look because yeah she did go she went from you know originally when they started bringing these younger kids in and these teenagers yeah. they needed like a school mom um, and that's so how she started out as that kind of strict authoritarian very prim and proper um, yeah. you know and, and then they did soften her and you did see the other side where like you say she was taking people in and then she had a relationship with Joe, not a sexual relationship but she, she had a relationship with Joe Mangle that was that was quite kind of motherly as well because Mrs. Yes. Mangle had passed away yeah. by that point yeah yeah because when I think he then left to go to England and his son stayed with her didn't he yeah yeah but but you yeah, know, totally he was, stayed there yeah so so they had a sort of a thing going on as well and yeah she was just a character that that I associate with this show. She's one of the characters that I go to. Um, and, and she was in it for quite a while as well. And then because yeah. at that period as well, when the kids were coming in, the high school became a big location. You know, prior to that, everything yeah. had been, you were either in the street or you were at Lassiter's. But then all yeah. of a sudden you had the high school as well. And so she was the link to that. So yeah. she was... I, I think part of that, I mean, I think part of that in terms of, obviously the show was getting more popular, it was getting bigger, but I think also a lot of Home and Away took place in the school. Yeah. And I think they realised that actually 
we're a bit behind the curve here because we're we're focusing on adults who are you know, having their lives and they, they've got kids who are top end of school and they're not or they're not in school anymore and there is actually if we want to appeal to a younger audience we need to have kids and yeah. kids live in streets so it kind of makes sense so I, th- I think they realized they missed a trick there so then it was around about nine, probably around 92 93 they started using the the, the school as, as a sort of a very um common venue yeah i, I don't know how long that progressed for i don't know I, I mean i've not watched it for years so i don't know i remember them um, spending a huge amount of time around the school when i was watching it um because otherwise what you do like the at lasser does there was just a pub and a coffee shop and like yeah. look regardless of and what some fucking, offices uh, yeah regardless of what home and away might have you believe or any one of a million other american teen shows like teenagers don't hang out in coffee shops they, they can't fucking afford to for one Right, yeah, the spa. yeah exactly they're buying a bottle of white lightning hanging around outside the spa and probably getting into fights like or maybe that's just where i grew up i don't know but we certainly never went for fucking coffee right that's well, yeah. just not something that we did that was far too civilized uh, i mean by the time i was in australia so i was there 2012 2013 and that that side of culture had kind of pervaded nowhere now we we do have that coffee culture now, there are more, more there are more starbucks than churches in most countries thank fuck um and Australia is no different. So, I mean, that by the time we were there, that, that was quite evident. But yeah, certainly in the, in the late 80s, early 90s, kids didn't hang around in coffee shops. No, absolutely not. Parents. Absolutely not. Like, it's just, it, coffee shops were somewhere that old people went. Like, yeah. And, and you're right. Yeah, that changed in the early 2000s with the advent of Starbucks. Of course it did. Um, but yeah, certainly back then, no, they wouldn't be hanging around in fucking coffee shops. I tell you where that changed. That changed with Friends is where that changed. Yes, it did. Um, yeah, absolutely. You know, let, let's not beat around the bush. It's not Starbucks. We can say it's Starbucks all you like. It's not. It's Friends. That's where well, coffee no, shops start, came from. Yeah, I mean, the, co- the coffee shops and the, certainly the chains, they grew because of that. Not, yes. They didn't cause that. They, 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 were, uh, they were a direct response to that. Yes, absolutely. Um, so yeah, the, the school was, was required and... and I think unlike most other soap operas where I think there will probably be a lot of storytelling gymnastics to get characters lined up to tell whatever ridiculous storyline you need to. This always felt more organic for those reasons. It's like, right, we're bringing teenagers in. So where are the teenagers going to be? The school, right? Okay. So what stories can we write about the school? And then what other characters are in the school? And then you get this sort of transition then where you bring Dorothy in and yeah, you have a taken in the, the pregnant teen as well. And, all of this and it, and it, it just felt organic the way this worked at no point did it feel and i'm sure of course they were but at no point in my memory anyways i say because we haven't been able to sit down and like watch this start to finish but at no point did i ever sit down and think there was a bunch of people in the room going like right we blew someone up last year what can we do to top that oh let's have a plane crash right how do we top the plane crash uh let's have an earthquake like it, yeah. it just didn't feel like that which is certainly how eastenders feels yeah and, and that was that's, that's comes back to what i was saying earlier on i mean it started out as this no, tweet's probably the wrong word but it started as, about as this show about three families living on a, on a cul-de-sac and it, nothing happened you know it was no it was hijinks and escapades and nothing fucking happened and yeah you're right it didn't grow into let's drop a plane on it and kill half the cast let's no have some, you know, some random runaway truck full of chemicals drive down and, and, and poison the water. It was just, right, this is what happens in life. You have teen pregnancies, you have kids getting addicted to drugs, adults getting you know, into financial troubles. You know, All this stuff that people go, oh, fuck, right, I recognise that. Yeah. That happened to my mate. Yeah. Or, shit, that happened to me. Yeah. Or, hang on, am I doing that? That doesn't fucking look right. And as much as we don't know, we don't like to admit it, and be it neighbours or extenders or anything else, these things hold a bit of a mirror up and we can we actually see ourselves in some of these characters. You go, 
oh fuck maybe i shouldn't do that yeah there's there's maybe catharsis in right. it isn't there there's, there's catharsis yes, in it is. i think um and, and actually you know we've we've mentioned you know our soaps and we've mentioned american soaps but if anything i think this is closer and you hit the nail on the head earlier in that respect i think this is closer to something like Range Hill, to those teen dramas where they, they yeah. weren't reaching for those ridiculous storylines. It was just like, oh, Tucker's been caught cheating this week and he's got to go to detention. And now because he's gone to detention, like he's missed a date with somebody. It's like, it's like all these random stupid problems yeah. that actually do but happen. When you're 15, they are, they are problems. And, they, and they're massive problems. You know, it's, yeah. it is the end of the world when you're 15. Um, yeah, and, absolutely. And I think this was and very I mean, good at that. Yeah, and I mean, it has evolved. As I said, we, we did get the, sort of the more sensational stories. I mean, I picked up, because I've just been thinking, right, I don't know, it, it, we're at the end, and I, I'll try and I'll try and catch up with it, with the end. I might have to go back about a month and try and work my way through it. But the first episode I put on today was, what day was today? Wednesday today. It was Monday's, it was Monday's episode. And it was picking up from a cliffhanger on Friday where Paul Robinson's son's in jail and he's about to be beaten up. And somebody else, somebody else has been shot or stabbed or something, and their girlfriend is holding a doctor at gunpoint, tell them to fix the one who's been injured, otherwise they're going to get Paul Robinson's son murdered. So, okay, not exactly your kitchen sink drama. No. And coming coming back into it, I probably haven't done it justice because there's probably months worth of work has gone into setting that story up and getting him into jail. Yeah, because you are, but, well, as we know, you're coming up to the end of the season, but you're coming yeah. up to the end of the series, in fact. Yeah, but, yeah. so all of a sudden they're going, right, we need, to, we need to wrap all this stuff. We need to give these people either a happy ending or an unhappy ending. We need to give them something to do to finish off the show. And... I said, I came into her point where, okay, well, she's got a gun. I don't know who she is. I don't know who she's pointing the gun at. I don't know who's injured on the floor. I don't know who the dude in prison is. I don't know who the dude is about to kill him is. So I know fuck all about what's going on in this scene. Mm-hmm. But what the hell's going on here? I can do that. All right, okay. And then watching through, so that was Monday's episode. So I've watched Mondays, Tuesdays, and Wednesdays. And now I'm all caught up on that. <laughs> that bit's done now. I can go into something else. And one I of the didn't. original fucking cast has turned up. I didn't make that mistake of, of trying to catch up with anything current. I watched one or two and then just jumped backwards because I think I would fall down that rabbit hole. Until... Well, that, that, that was my thing. I was thinking if, if I try and work out where we are, because no, it's finishing next week, so there's only like two weeks left. If I can pick that up, and as I picked it up, if I picked it up Friday's episode, it probably would have been fine. Um, but I think in terms of just knowing what's going on and where you know, where people are and where they've been positioned, how, how they're being set up to finish... You probably need to go back about a month or so. Yeah, um, I may do that. I probably won't have time. Let's be honest. So is there, no, that's that's a big commitment. Yeah, it is. is. Is there any sign of any of these old cast coming back yet? So Shane uh, Shane Ramsey, who's in the very first episode, yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he popped up. Stefan Dan's still in it. The Kennedys are in it. Um, I don't know when Mike turns up, but he's been mentioned a few times in the episodes I've watched. Okay. Um, I don't know when um, Kelly and Jason are turning up. There, I mean, they're going to do like minutes. They'll be the end. Yeah, minutes be, right, of the last, the last episode. episode. Yeah, like because um, you're not paying those two. For... Yeah, saying that, I don't. I mean, I'm fairly sure they'd have done it for. No, done it for shits and giggles anyway. Um, I mean, neither of them need the money, do they? Let's be fair. Well, exactly. Well, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe drugs and Donald's taking these days. Um, I, I, he's clean now. Oh, he's isn't clean he? now, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. He's yeah. been clean for a long Sorry, time. Yeah, it's not. It's not. Yeah, it's not the 90s anymore. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they haven't they haven't turned up yet. But again, they've started sowing seeds. Other people turning up. Um, one of the Kennedy kids turned up this week. Um, so they are, they are building up to this point. I'm not sure what's happening. I think I've, I've sort of half read what the sort of the, the story. I think that the the, the area has been no, the, that part of areas would have been sold off for developers. So the houses are all going up for you know, 
up for auction to be just um, to be dismantled. In fact, I think that, that that's the only way you can end a show like this is by taking away yeah, yeah. the constant. Yeah. So I think I think that's what's happening, but I'm not quite sure how that's going to pan out. I mean, um, but wh- it, why didn't they just have Bouncer wake up and realise it had all just been another dream? Like, yeah, just get out of the shower. Yeah, it would be just bound, Bouncer just come out of the lake, just yeah. wander out of the lake after a swim. Yeah, <laughs> walk back to the house, let, let, himself, let himself in and close the door behind him. Yeah. Job done. Bouncer did drown. Certainly, certainly cheaper. I, Bouncer did drown, I remember this now. Bouncer drowned. He did. That. He drowned. I, I, I can remember this. I didn't. Somebody threw a ball. I think. I, I'm, I'm positive. I can remember Bouncer drowning now. Yeah, I, I vaguely remember. I, it's, I say it's been thirty years. I can't fucking remember. I'm almost certain he did. Maybe this is Mandela effect, but I need to know now. Possibly. <laughs> um, hang on. Google is your friend. Did. But Bouncer. Carry on. Phil, Phil, while yeah, I'm googling hey, this. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to do that before you said the word Phil. Now it just looks like I'm padding. Um, it's it's quite funny. Actually. I mean, it's you, you were talking earlier on about some, some things that you, you know, certain storylines you remember, um, and so you obviously had the the, the blood triangle with Lou Harold Imagine, and you had the wedding and stuff. But there, there are also like images and sort of secondary stories that kind of stick out as well. So I mean, there was one with um, I can't remember his name. He was the eldest of the Willis children. He was the one who was going to be a doctor. And he was like job, he was jobbing on his own man's building site, and he caught his thumb in a cement mixer. I always remember that because I was terrified of cement mixers for a long time after that because I had moving parts. I'm like that, my hand was going to get stuck. Not that I was anywhere near fucking cement mixers at that time because I'd have been about eight. Yeah. But it's just one of those that kind of stuck. Um, and then um, the one where fucking Christian Schmidt's character, sorry, I just clicked my fingers, I was trying to remember. Um, Christian Schmidt's character, I think his name was Todd. He was racing to the abortion clinic to try and stop Phoebe from like, getting an abortion, and he got run over by a van. Yeah. I remember that the the image of that because they they went to this really really close up shot of his face to a point where you could see the fucking vein in the, in the front of his head in the front of his forehead. So there's there are images that sort of pop up as well, and it, it's quite interesting that when when to looking back at some of this stuff, you think I have no idea why that's still in my head. That means fuck all. It's absolutely inconsequential, but I can still remember. But you remember years it, later. yeah. Um, so Bouncer has his own wiki page. Um, of course he does. I can't. I can't find anything specific about how he died but he did die i've seen that and also that the dog um himself uh sadly died of cancer at the age of seven shortly after finishing his stint on the show however the character bouncer is confirmed as returning for the 30th episode okay uh i don't know <laughs> like he's the longest living dog in history at that oh, point yeah. Maybe the other dog drowned. Then you did say there was another dog. There, there was there, there was a dog before because it was Joe Mangle's kid's dog, and they were at a beach. And I think that was the one with the ball. That's, I think it, chased, that's it. It yeah. chased the ball into the, the, the sea yeah, and drowned. Definitely, yes, yes. I can remember yeah. him going so then, in for a ball. Yeah, and then a couple of days later, there was a there was a little, little blonde puppy. Yes, that would be it then. Yeah, and that was yeah, bouncer. I'm sure, that's it. Yeah, and then pretty much that's everyone it. in the street owned bouncer at some point. Oh yeah. He, Absolutely, he, was, yeah. he was a proper tramp. Like he just went from house to house to house. To be fair, so did most of the cast. Uh, yeah, pretty much. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Like I could, in all honesty, I could talk about neighbors' storylines all night. I think. Like the, the more I said, I had to sit down and try and think of some earlier, and I was I was scratching my brain. But the more we talk about it, and it comes out in conversation, yeah. like this stuff is still in me. I just need reminding and it will come out because this was such a huge part of my childhood. It really was. Yeah. This show was massive. And I don't think I could ever say it was my favorite show even, you know, not in the way that we've talked about shows like Batman and He-Man and even Games Master a couple of weeks ago. You know, it wasn't a show that I necessarily looked forward to, 
But it was but a it was show. A I, it was a concept. It was a show I never missed. And yeah. I think you know we we talked about it being cathartic. Like there's an element of like it was a bit of a comfort blanket. At the end of the day, you'd get home. Even if you had a shitty day at school, you get home and it would be like right, tea's on the table, neighbours is on. Like, yeah. You know. and, and that's it. And I mean, I like for, in in this country, it's got this sort of you know, almost iconic status, this kind of legendary status. And I think there was even a point where it was sort of you know, it was being described as like the Queen Mother's favorite TV show, just to give it that air of fucking gravitas that the royal family watched it. Yeah. Um, so I mean, you had that, and then I said we talked about it earlier on, and so I didn't really go into detail. But when when I was living in Australia, you know, it it had the same. You know, it was it was dealt with in the same sort of way that you know, that EastEnders or Coronation is dealt with here. So. It's a constant show. It's always on. People love it. It's primetime TV. It's like the start of primetime. I think it's like 6.30, 7 o'clock. And it was repeated. No, it was repeated. It was on earlier in the day as well, so it was repeated. So you didn't get it twice in a day. But it was no, It was event TV. It was no, Even though it was daily, it was, this was the fucking thing. You'd have a This Week on Neighbours. On Monday morning, when the news was on, you'd have a This Week on Neighbours. They'd be telling you what the fucking stories were for this week and playing you the trailer yeah, yeah. For, for the week. And it was absolutely massive. And I think the problem they've had with that, and the reason they're ending it, is... I think Fremantle got a bit greedy. And I think what happened was they kind of said, right, well, we can produce it. We'll charge Channel 5 and our broadcasters around the world. We'll charge them this much for the broadcast rights around the world. We won't put any money into ourselves. We will use that money to make the show. And the majority of that money was coming from Channel 5 in the UK. Now, Channel 5 is um, it's a private entity. It's not the BBC, which is publicly funded. So there was only a finite amount of money there. And the difference between this and something like Home and Away, Home and Away is a lifetime product deal. So as long as they're making Home and Away, it will have a home on Channel 5 as long as Channel 5 wants to show it. Whereas Neighbours was like, you go make it and we'll we'll play it for you. Yeah. But then all of a sudden it's like, your, your costs are spiraled and we don't want to pay for it anymore. And if we don't pay for it, you need to find somebody else who will because we're paying all the fucking wages. And that's kind of where it's fallen down. And that's a real shame because I think the model they've you know, the model they, they've used to fund it is what screwed them over because you know, they, they, they've, they've quite openly said they'd have carried on for another 30 years. And I think actually it's disappointing that by the time they get to the end, there'll be 8,903 episodes. Could they not have stung on for another three months? Yeah. I mean, that, that's just fucking, no, that's a bit much. That is that's disappointing. Yeah, that is disappointing. Um, and unfortunately, though, you know, it is the way of the industry. You know, it, show business is an industry at the end of the day. Yeah, absolutely. People need to be paid. Um, and it's the sad truth of most TV shows that eventually they will cost more to make than they bring back in revenue because as shows get bigger and bigger and bigger, Cast fees go up and up and up. The the budget goes up and up and up because you're constantly trying to top yourself, you know, and and this just happens. Now, Neighbours is probably slightly different in that respect because, as we say, it it does seem to keep a steady keel. It certainly did when I was watching it anyway. You have hmm. already mentioned, though, that it was all sorts of shit going on last week. Um, but then maybe they don't care again, anymore because they, they're about to finish. That, I was going to say, maybe because they're about to finish, but not only that, I mean, yes, there were lots of shenanigans going on, but actually, the sets were one of the houses, the street outside, the street in front of the house, mm-hmm. and what's supposed to be some sort of prison warehouse type thing, which you need a warehouse or some shelves. You know, it, even then, you know, it, it, it wasn't massive. And by having a, a rel- relatively steady churn of cast and bringing youngsters in and bringing people through, you haven't got you're not actually going to have these people out, you know, on massive salaries because they well we we'll get rid of, we get rid of those and we'll write them out. We'll bring some new ones in who are younger and less known and less experienced, so we can pay them less. Yeah. Or we no, we don't have to pay them the astronomical fees that your Carl Kennedys are going to be getting because they've been there for thirty fucking years. Yeah, you've got you've got your sort of built-in business model there. You know, so it's, we now know it in in film terms as the Marvel model. You know, where you bring yeah. in a bunch of 
relatively unknown C-listers, support them with one yeah. or two expensive cast, and then yeah. build from within. And build, you, yeah, you build a star, and then when they're too big, yeah, you, you and, and you know that that's baked into a show like Neighbors, where because it's running forever, these these stars can just transition through and use it as a springboard for their career, as many many Australian stars have done, as we mentioned earlier yeah. on. Um, but I think actually. You know, it's unfortunate that even though it's the exception, perhaps, to that rule of escalating costs versus viewing figures, it's the fact that it's an exception to that and the fact that it is so cheap to make and the fact that it is a continual show that actually makes it so disposable because, yes, it's yeah. going to end next week. But then there is absolutely no reason that something exactly like it can come back in two months' time for a lot yeah. cheaper with a new name. Because ultimately... You know, it reinvents itself, as we said, it reinvents itself every season. It reinvents itself when we were watching it every show, more or less, because you had sort of insular storylines running with each episode. So there's no reason you can't just start again with a whole new cast of characters, call it Ram. You could even reboot Neighbours. You just move Ramsey Street down the road, put a whole new bunch of characters in, or you set it on this new estate that's going to go where Ramsey, you know, wait five years and all of a sudden this is all the new houses that have been built and here's the yeah. one legacy cast member who's still in Lassiter's. Let's be fair, it's going to be Paul Robinson. Um, <laughs> and then you start all over again, you know, and nobody would bat an eyelid. You don't even have to call it Neighbours 2 or anything like that or Neighbours the Reboot, yeah. you just call it Neighbours. Whatever. You just yeah. call it Neighbours or you call it Lassiter's if you want and set it there. Yeah. Like, it's kind of its own enemy in that respect you know it's both it's it's blessing and it's curse i suppose yeah so um but yeah as i say i i could talk about the storylines all night but i don't think there's too much more for us to say about the actual show other than you know as much as anything else we've talked about this was a huge part of my childhood absolutely massive and and not just childhood like through into early adulthood is the thing yeah like it was, and I think this constant. is the thing that we 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 talk about shows, um, the shows that affect our, our childhood, and we talk we've talked about cartoons and shows that we loved and things that have got these some almost sort of legendary status, things like things like Batman and Jason, Ulysses, and, and actually, you think, yeah, okay, they they were massive to a, f- a relatively small group. Now there were people who loved them, there were people who didn't like. This is a this show was a fucking global phenomenon for thirty odd years, yeah, nearly forty years, yeah. And even if people didn't didn't necessarily like it, people were aware of the show. People knew the show. I mean, oh, there's of my four of my four grandparents. One would watch it, and the other three used to take the piss. But they knew who they knew what was going on because between their friends and between like, talking to me and my brother, and they things would pick up. And so, and uh, we always use the litmus test of you know, whether. You know, whether my parents or grandparents or people of certain ages would know. Every fucker knew the show. Everybody knew the show. Everybody knew the characters. And don't, like those people taking the piss, you mentioned it earlier on with like the kids that would be out playing sports or whatever. Yeah. And, and oh, they fucking knew. They'd be taping it. And, and certainly, like, it's funny you mentioned your grandparents because the one thing that, that sticks in my mind, actually, uh, when you say things like that, like I said, my nan watched every soap under the sun, right? Hmm. And. Yeah, mine too. Yeah, like my granddad used to pretend that he hated it. Right. <laughs> And I know he was pretending he hated it. And the reason I know he pretended he hated it because I don't think I've ever seen him not laugh at one of Lou Carpenter's schemes. Like he could, if you if you asked him to name a soap character, he would say Lou Carpenter. Like he would come yeah. home from work, get changed, have a shower, and sit down and watch Neighbours with us, moan about it the whole time, but chuckle to yeah. himself whenever Lou did yeah. whatever. 
you know, it's yeah, my grandfather thing. was the same, and he would he, like he, my grandfather used to he had um, an electro, a pocket electron chess set, so a little handheld thing. Yeah. And you know, you used to move you know, before you had no, you did have LCD screens up, but it was an actual physical where you moved the pieces around and there were little sensors in the in the squares and stuff. So he'd sit there and play that, and my, my grand would watch Home and Away, Neighbours, the News, the Welsh News, Emmerdale, EastEnders. And she'd have the TV for fucking hours. Yeah. And he, exactly the same. He'd sit there and chunter about fucking crap it was and how rubbish it was and all the rest of it. And he'd, he'd know exactly, he'd, you know, he'd be playing chess or he'd be reading. He'd know exactly what the fuck was going on at any, any given point. Yep. And if she got up to go to the toilet and came back down, he'd be able to tell her exactly what she'd missed. Yeah. And who had done what and who'd said what. Absolutely. So it's like, you know, and it was, it was always really amusing to watch. It was. He was... My granddad was the same with two things. It was neighbors and wrestling because he would do the same thing when I'd be watching <laughs> yeah. wrestling. He'd be like, this is rubbish. Yes. This is all fake. And he would he would flat out tell me, this is all stupid. This was all fake. Never missed a show. Sat down yeah. every Friday night and watched Superstars with me. Never missed it. Yeah. But complained the whole fucking way through. But you knew yeah. he loved it, really. And I think it's the same thing with this. I think even people that say... Oh, I don't watch soap. So, and and I'm one of those people, right? I don't, I don't watch EastEnders. I don't watch Coronation Street, and I actually don't because you know Sarah doesn't watch them either. So it's not like I've got to sit through them. Yeah, I same here. Don't watch soaps. Fuck me, I've seen a lot of Neighbours in my time, and I'm not ashamed of that either. You know, and and I think that's all that is with those other people. There are two types of people, right? You either admit that you watch Neighbours and love it, or you'll pretend that you don't. But you absolutely yeah. have watched a fuck ton of it in your life, and there is well, no this- two ways about it. I was gonna say that that's it's quite interesting now because and I've seen this many times over the years where like I was bullied um, when I was when I was at school because I you know, I like sci-fi and I like no I like comics and I like films I wasn't into I don't know I, I by the time I got to to the, the end of secondary school I'd done wrestling before you know, before like, I'd been into that when I was a lot younger so I kind of grown out of it at that point I wasn't really into rugby and I could give a fuck about football. But I was, you know, I was reading books and I was watching, I was watching X Files and fucking Star Trek and all this sort of, and that was the. You know, I used to get fucking bullied mercilessly, mercilessly about that, and then you, you flash forward fifteen years, and the people who used to bully me are the ones bragging because they got into the first fucking screen in Avengers. Yeah, yeah. And it's like, well, fuck no, it's exactly the same here. All these people now are coming out of the woodworks. So, oh, I fucking remember this. I used to, I used to watch it. So they're like, well, hang on, that doesn't fucking tally. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's it. Certainly, where this is concerned, whether whether you own up to it or not. Like we all know that we all watched a fuck ton of neighbours. It's as simple as that, and it might have only yeah. been for a year, might have been for two years. You might still be watching it now, but there was definitely a period in your life where you watched this day after day after day, and yeah. and, and I think that's the same for pretty much everybody in the UK. Like because we've all grown, we've all either grown up with it or it was on telly when we were adults anyway. So you can't yeah. escape this fucking thing. You you absolutely can't. Even shifting yeah. it to Channel Five didn't kill it for fuck's sake. Well, it didn't kill it. It did. A lot of damage initially. Well, of course it did because uh, it's Channel I mean, Five, but it's still well, going. I mean, it's, it's been on Channel Five for a fucking long time now. I hadn't realised how quite a long it's been. Probably on about as long as it was on BBC. To be fair, I was going to say it's, it's probably about. I wouldn't necessarily say half the run. I'd certainly say it's been on there about fifteen years. Yeah, yeah. If not more, and I, I should have looked that up. I could look it up now. I've got the wiki page open. I just can't be asked to turn my head. Um, but yeah, it's it's one of those that go to Channel Five. So it did, it, it the view the viewers did dip because Channel Five when it. Um, when it was in its infancy in the first couple of years of Channel 5, nobody really fucking watched it. Um, not that that many people watch it now, I believe. I don't, I don't think it's, it's drawn as numbers. The other four, the other sort of four um, terrestrial channels or certainly all the other fucking preview channels and Sky channels are drawing. But it did enough just to keep it afloat, to keep it alive. Mm. And then over time, it just has, it just, again, steadily crept up and crept up to a point where 
as I don't know whether it's doing the same numbers it was doing when it was on, on BBC One twice a day, but it's done enough to keep it on the air for another 15 years after it left BBC One. Yeah. I know, and when you go onto the My Five app, it's in, no, it's it's always within the, the first couple of recommended uh, recommended shows because it's on every fucking day. Yeah. And you kind of, it's it's one of their biggest products, so it's always on there. And when you look, it's you know, it, it's on the top rated shows on, on the app. So, you know, it's, it's doing something right. Oh, yeah, definitely. Um, and it's a shame it won't continue to do that right. But unfortunately, all good things do come to an well, end. It, that, that's it. And I think the, um, I think it's funny now that so many people are coming back to it. And I, I include myself in this, looking at it and going, I haven't watched the show in fucking 15 years, if not longer. What's going on? Oh, it's, it's finished. And I, want, I, I wouldn't mind having a look, see how they do this, that, and the other. And they will have a massive spike in viewers over the next week and a half. Huge. Absolutely because huge. people who want to see how it people who haven't watched it in Donkey Years will want to see how it ends. And that's because there is so much just ingrained love for this show. And and that's yeah. what it is. That's the only thing you can call it. There is just ingrained love for this show. Like we've all grown up with it. There's a little part yeah. of it that we'll always carry with us because we know those characters so well because we spent 20 odd minutes a day with them yeah? yeah we let them into our homes for 20 odd minutes a day while we were eating our dinners and getting changed to go yeah. out and doing all the other things that we did and so there's you know we, we've talked about nostalgia a lot on this show and actually the triggers for it you know and, yeah. and a lot of it is tied to time and place and emotion and, and that's what these characters are they take you back to that time they take you back to when you were 14 15 and what you were doing like i say for me yeah. it was it was eating dinner and then you know, certainly this time of year as well, it would still be light out. You'd go and play for an hour or two afterwards, but you got through yeah, neighbors it. first because yeah. it was on, you got home from school and it was on at just the right time. You know, it was kind of 20 past five ish, um, yeah. just after Blue Peter and News Round and stuff like that. In fact, no, it would be more yeah. like about 20 to six because it was out it by was the six o'clock news. Yeah, it was, it was done by the yeah. six o'clock news because I immediately followed it. And that was the point where you were like, oh, fuck, yeah, because you always had, you had, you had that bit with. Like home and away would finish, it would be on from like ten past yeah, five yeah, yeah. until half five, and then you'd switch over, just have the last couple of minutes of Blue Peter, and then the sign off from the broom cupboard, whoever was doing yeah. that, and wherever puppet they were fucking, and then you go into neighbours, and then that would take you to the news. The news, and then you'd be bored because it was the news. But yeah, you had just enough time. You know, you finished school at half three, you were home by four o'clock. By the time you've got changed, you know, yeah. sorted all that out. You're ready to go. Your dinner's on the table. You watch neighbours, and you fuck off out. And you know, yeah. that's that's a memory, you know, or some variation of that. I think that all of us have had. Yeah. And now all of a sudden that's over, uh, and and that's yeah. that's where this comes from. It's just that the fact that it's going. So because yeah. you can't have it anymore, people want to watch it again. That's that's yeah, all it that, is. That's it. And the truth is, it's always going to be available now because we have the fucking internet. I've watched episodes from the fucking mid eighties this week, yeah. so we'll always have it now. But you'll yeah. never have that period again, no matter how much you chase it. And I think that's what it ties into, you know. Yeah. Um, but you know that doesn't stop you chasing it and there's something wonderful and warm and fuzzy about that and that's what some of these best nostalgia trips that we've had on the show have done to us and i certainly yeah. had an element of that with with some of the shows i watch i can't particularly say you know I, I really enjoyed them i certainly won't go back and watch any more but you know it was more the hit of oh i remember that character now oh i remember this storyline now and, you know these ones that that are just sitting on the periphery of your memory you yeah. know like like we've done this episode where all of a sudden i remember the dog running into the sea and i remember lassiter's catching on fire and you know i remember dorothy burke and all of these characters that just sit on the periphery of your memory that just come flooding back the second that you're put in the right situation yeah and i think that'll always be the case and, and certainly until i'm fucking 
mad as a hatter when I'm like 80 years old and completely senile. Um, yeah. You know, well, even maybe I'll remember them even more then. I don't know. Maybe then you know, that'll be that'll be your life, and you yeah. like, oh, when, when I used to live by this fucking hotel and it caught fire. Yeah, and... yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the one thing I will say, and it, it's we talked about how sort of realistic it is a reflection of of of, sort of a period and a place and time and all the rest of it. The one thing I will say is wholly inaccurate, aside from the you know, lack of casual racism, is that nobody says we're cunt. Now, in Australia, from my experience, and I'm only speaking from my experience, it is used like a fucking comma. Yeah, uh, I mean, it is around here as well. It's certainly it's certainly in our vocabulary. Um, <laughs> but, but we don't say it that much on here. Not on this show, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah, but I mean, it, it, yeah, so I mean, that I, I know it's, a, it, it, I'm, I'm speaking in jest, obviously, it's, it's a primetime TV show and they were never going to, but when when you look at some of the way, the way that some of them speak and you're thinking, yeah, that no people people of your station, so you know, you, you, especially your tradies and your truck drivers and stuff like that, they're not generally eloquent enough to speak in the way that people or neighbours speak, and they don't swear, or even there's not even a replacement for swearing. Like you get in some shows where somebody will have. A I was just about to say you just you swap it out, yeah, you but yeah. So don't. rather than saying fuck, you say no. I mean, I, a lot of Australians do say far out instead of fuck. Um, so. Um, so, yeah, so I mean, they don't even make the effort of doing things like that and substituting it for something else. And I think that was that's something when you look at sort of realism, you don't kind of get that. No. You don't have anybody with any sort of uh, not expletive, but any sort of uh, explosive uh, ex- explosive outbursts. But then you know the same is true of EastEnders as well. Every Londoner I know swears like a fucking trooper and all, and you don't. I can't understand it. any cunt in EastEnders anyway. <laughs> No, in fact, I think I could probably understand the Australian accent better than I can the Cockney <laughs> accent. And again, that comes down to neighbours. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it. And, I mean, we've talked about, on, I'm going slightly off topic, but we've talked on this show before, but so you pick up certain vernacular, you pick up certain um, certain bits of vocabulary from TV shows. Mm-hmm. And there's so many things you will have picked up without realising from shows like Neighbours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you think, what? And you, I use words every now and again. Why the fuck did I say that? Yeah. Where, why do I even know that word? Oh, you fucking neighbours all the time. Yep. I didn't know what a galah was for a long fucking time. Yeah, but you've heard it that often. I've heard it that often. It's an insult, and actually it's not. It's a fucking bird. Same but it was with... always used as an insult because they can't call somebody a dickhead. Yeah, same as you, stuff like that. It's just all of these things that you just don't... Yeah. We've got no context for them, but yeah. you hear them all the time. So, yeah. Um, it, it's yeah. It's got, I think, a huge heritage, and I think it's got a huge huge piece of just the collective heart of the uk i think this show yeah. that's the thing i don't think there's anybody out there who hasn't sort of had their time with this show um yeah. so I, i'm surprised it's taken us a hundred and some odd episodes to get around to it i'm surprised we didn't even think of it originally to be honest if it, if we hadn't got to that point where we were discussing it on the show we we possibly wouldn't have thought of it for a long time to put it on and then if it hadn't been finishing, we possibly wouldn't have chosen it now either. No, we probably wouldn't have. But but again, that's the place that it occupies in it. It's one of those things that's always with you. You just yeah. don't really... You don't really I, was gonna, I was going to say, and as, as I, I think I've, I've used the phrase a few times, it's a constant. Yes. It's always going to be there. You never need to worry about it. If you want to go back into it, you can. And if you don't, well, fuck it. It doesn't really change your life if you, know, if you don't go back and see it again. But yeah, the whole thing of it now went, oh fuck, it's finishing. Mm. I don't I haven't watched the show in twenty fucking years. I don't really care. But I'm still thinking, how are they gonna finish that? Yeah, yeah. What's gonna happen there? Yeah, I'm I'm definitely curious. Um I, I probably will watch that last one. Um uh, yeah. but as, as I'm sure many people will. But yeah, in, in the meantime I've I've enjoyed my time with mm. it again. 
Um, yeah. I can't say it's it's a standout of the shows that we've looked at. I can't say there's anything, you know, that was particularly remarkable about it other than it was just like a great big comfort blanket, you know? Yeah, that's, that's it. And I mean, even... Like I say watching current ones and so not knowing who half the cast are, but so there are enough people there who you recognize. All oh, right, okay. And then looking at the houses, I was saying earlier, I'm going, well, it's been it's had a lick of paint, but it's the same fucking house. Yeah. And oh, why is he in that house? That's not his house. That's his house. Why is he? Why is he now? He's staying in that one. Why is he staying with them? And just trying to piece together. And as I say, it's that sort of stuff that's ingrained in you. Trying to piece together the bits that may have changed in the interim, but it's still the same fucking show, and you still got the same characters there. Yeah. So it's yeah, it's it's been quite an, it's, and it's been an interesting experience this week. Uh, trying to trying to go back and, and get into it. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Uh, interesting and yeah, just really pleasant from a nostalgia point of view. Yeah, uh, yeah. So so look, I I can't I can't necessarily like with some of the other shows, I can't necessarily recommend that people go back and look at this. All I can say no. is that yeah, as Mark said, it's a constant. Even when it's finished, it'll always be there for you if you want it and if you're curious. Go yeah. back and spend a bit of time with it. Yeah, one thing I did uh, before we wrap up, one thing I did find really strange today is that obviously when we used to watch it, when when we were younger, they didn't have mobiles. Didn't know you, you know if there was a computer, there was a big fucking desktop in yeah, yeah. You know, in, in a corner of a room. Now all of a sudden, watching this video, everyone's got fucking AirPods in, and they're all on phones, and they're all texting, and they're all on tablets and shit. And you're thinking, oh, this isn't this isn't fucking right. Even though I see the I see people doing this every fucking day, myself included. Yeah, but, and I live on my phone. But it's neighbours. Yeah, you expect them to be getting faxes. Right. They always had faxes in Lassiter's. They would be getting yeah. faxes through. You know, you don't and, expect them to be using mobile phones. And like the whole thing of like, you know, you, you're in this community where every, no, you, everybody knows each other. Yeah, okay, you might be feuding and shit, but you go next door to see somebody. Yeah, yeah, rather you than phone them. text them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, that that was a bit strange, actually. I, I, did, I don't know why that rubbed up against me the wrong way, but that felt really fucking weird. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I can imagine it did. Um, I've not had that experience with it, but yeah, I can imagine that was quite odd. Yeah, context-wise, was really fucking weird. Um, yeah, I don't really think I've got anything more to say about it. Um, it's one of those shows that at, at one point or another in my life I loved and didn't miss, and at other points I've completely disregarded because I've got other shit to do, like watch stuff for the show and then have a life um but yeah i mean i'd love to know what people's recollections are i mean as i said everybody in this country is going to have some sort of fucking recollection good bad or indifferent um and i, I i'm very aware of friends of mine who still fucking love it to this day and never miss it me too to the point that they, they record it because they're not on from working time and they'll watch it when they get home yeah and it, yeah some of these people are older than others but you know, some some are our age and will have been doing it for a long time some are considerably younger and have got into it yeah probably the same way that we did um, but yeah, so I'd love to know what people's thoughts are um, on, on the show and, and what your recollections are. Um, let us know on Twitter at SMPDPod. You can go to our website, ddpodcast.net, where you can also pick up our previous episodes and other shows. Uh, on Facebook and YouTube with the Double M Podcast Network. Where we get your podcasts from, like, subscribe, leave some message with the best we can. Until next time. See you later. That's when good